These are today's headlines and top stories from the Sacramento Bee. Good morning. It's Wednesday, May 17th. Here are your top stories from the Sacramento Bee. First, the weather. Today will be sunny, with a high near 94. Tonight will be mostly clear, with a low around 57. In local news, the city of Sacramento failed to meet the terms of an agreement it entered with a quadriplegic homeless woman, Holly Porter, to provide her with stable housing. At the end of March, City Attorney Susan Alcala would sign a letter of understanding that said the city commits to work diligently and use all efforts to either directly provide or secure and obtain commitments from the County of Sacramento or other sources within 45 days, the means to provide appropriate durable housing to Ms. Porter and her caregiver mother. The agreement was signed 54 days ago, but Porter, who is described as functionally quadriplegic, still spends most of her time in an adjustable hospital bed and a tent at Camp Resolution. The North Sacramento encampment won a lease with the city in March, becoming the first sanctioned self-governing homeless encampment in the county, and, possibly, the country. The city has agreed that the camp will continue without being swept until every resident has permanent housing. This novel arrangement, in which homeless adults at the women-led community make their own rules, could become a model for the country. In the six weeks since the camp became official, the city has delivered 16 trailers, and people have moved out of tents or older trailers. However, delays with rehousing Porter and the lack of generators to provide power to the new trailers have driven home the sluggish and fractured approach local governments have taken in addressing the homelessness crisis. Residents in the camp pointed out that the city and county were continuing to clear other homeless encampments, even as camp resolution was granted permission to remain in place. At a news conference Tuesday morning, the California Homeless Union attorney who has represented the residents in negotiations with Sacramento said he was meeting with the city the same day to discuss the city's breach of the agreement with Porter. It's time to fish or cut bait, said the lawyer, Anthony Prince. We're not going to buy any of these excuses any longer. It's all on them, Porter said, referring to city officials as she lay in her tent. It was not yet noon, but the day was already sweltering, and a mid-sized fan blew more hot air in her direction. Porter has been homeless for years. She was, she said, not getting her hopes up that the city would follow through on its agreement. Crystal Sanchez, the president of the Sacramento Homeless Union, praised the city for providing trash service and trailers. At the same time, she pointed out that without water, the residents could not use the toilets in the trailers. Without power, the metal trailers became incredibly hot in the beating sun. A small solar power station the camp acquired itself, she said, provided limited power to about 20 of the trailers, a resident could run, for example, a fan but not a refrigerator. A local business owner, Sean Murphy of Town & Country Contractors Incorporated, planned to donate the money to acquire a second solar power station, which would allow more residents to have some power in their trailers. As Sanchez spoke to reporters on Tuesday, a man drove up in a red minivan and dropped off a case of bottled water for the camp, which has no water supply. This is what it looks like, Sanchez said. Community In Environment News a new study released Tuesday by the Union of Concerned Scientists, a national science advocacy organization, linked emissions from the world's major fossil fuel producers to 37% of acres burned by wildfire in the North American West between 1986 and 2021. 
Those emissions, researchers say, are also responsible for nearly half the atmospheric conditions drying out California forests. They hope these findings translate into corporate accountability for damages wrought by past and future disasters. Between 2017 and 2021, Californians experienced more than 45,000 wildfires that burned a total of more than 9.5 million acres, including the state's eight largest wildfires on record, and cost $25 billion in suppression response and economic damage. The 2018 fire season alone destroyed more than 22,000 structures and caused damages exceeding $140 billion, not to mention worsened air quality and particulate matter that disproportionately harmed the health of low-income communities. While the state is making progress addressing wildfire risk, the study's authors said, more resilience is needed. And to date, the general public has been left footing the bill for these disasters. To conduct the study titled The Fossil Fuels Behind Forest Fires, scientists used a measure of air's thirstiness for plant and soil moisture, called vapor pressure deficit, to connect fossil fuel emissions to increasing wildfire intensity. Studies have shown that a rapid jump in vapor pressure deficit in the western U.S. contributed to increases in the frequency and severity of wildfires, as well as the type of prolonged megadrought California experienced over the last decade. Researchers asked what role fossil fuel companies played in this trend by looking at regional and global temperatures with and, hypothetically, without emissions of the world's 88 top fossil fuel producers, a list of coal, oil, natural gas, and cement companies. Those companies range from household names such as Chevron, Exxon, and BP to state-owned and government-run firms. The study was published in the Environmental Research Letters Journal this week. Using observed data and statistical models, they found that the influence of these companies' emissions accounted for 48% of the increase in vapor pressure deficit since 1901 and 37% of the cumulative burned area from California to New Mexico and up to southwestern Canada since 1986. In a statement, Kevin Slagle, vice president of strategic communications at the Western States Petroleum Organization, downplayed the scientists' findings and called for collaboration toward a common cause. We all want the same thing, affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner energy and fuels, he said. A press release from a well-funded activist group with a long history of attacking energy industries is unhelpful to the serious and realistic climate and energy policy discussions needed to get us there. That's all for today. For more top stories and to subscribe, visit sacb.com. Thank you for listening. Take care. This has been today's headlines and top stories from the Sacramento Bee.